This is the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. Prepare yourself for the most frightening experience of your life. Boils and ghouls, lock your doors and strap yourselves in. From Los Angeles, California, Bloody Disgusting presents the Boo Crew Podcast. Horror news, commentary, reviews, interviews, and more. With your hosts, Lauren and Trevor Shand and Leone D'Antonio. Hey there, my name is Trevor, and on behalf of myself, Lauren and Leah, welcome to the Boo Crew Podcast, episode 317. Hope you're doing amazing things. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We'd love to hear from you on our Instagram at Tales from the Boo Crew. Drop us a DM if you haven't done so already. You can hit up our page on Apple Podcasts to rate and write a quick review of the show. And we'll read it on an upcoming episode and give you a shout out. You can watch the video version of the Boo Crew over on Bloody Disgusting TV that's available on Roku, Vizio Smartcast, and more, including, we just found this out, on demand on Pluto TV. It's a free app and site, and at time of release, we got two full seasons of the show up there for you to see, and guests including everyone from Phoebe Bridgers to special effects guru Tony Gardner, David Arquette, and so much more. All right, this time around is an absolutely wild conversation. Death Metal Maniacs Necrogoblicon have an incredible new album out called The Fundamental Slimes and Humors. Not only is this band exceptional at conjuring up an all-out sonic attack of blast beats, grindcore, pop, and folk, fans of everybody from... Dillinger Escape Plan to Mr. Bungle to Attila to Cannibal Corpse. If you haven't heard this band, you are going to love these guys. And the thing these guys have that none of those other bands have is they have an actual goblin as part of the group. Yes, you are joined by the one and only John Goblicon. Not only is John the ultimate hype goblin, He's the host of the hit YouTube talk show right now and best-selling author of the book, John Goblicon's Guide to Living Your Best Life. Chat with John just before the band embarks on a much-anticipated tour with Guar about the new album, movies, Zoom filters, his day job in insurance sales, the wonders of the restaurant Chili's, and so much more. The Boo Crew Podcast, episode 317, with John Goblicon is now slaying. All right, joining Bloody Disgusting's Boo Crew via the Speakeasy Studio is a pure creative force, an inspired dreamer and goblin who overcame tremendous adversity on his own planet to venture across the cosmos to bravely make Earth his new home. And he found solace in one of the most magnificent and highly technical death metal bands to ever emerge and promptly starred in the video for their song, No One Survives, making it go instantly viral, being viewed over a million times in the first three months. This was followed by massive shows and festivals all over the world, including Download, Rock Om Ring, and the Kerrang Tour, becoming the the band's permanent spiritual center mascot and hype man he started his own highly successful internet talk show right now currently celebrating its fourth season where he's hosted conversations with everyone from the used wednesday 13 reggie watts and more and in 2019 released his own hilarious
Darius' best-selling book, Guide to Living Your Best Life. The brand new sixth album from Necrogoblicon, The Fundamental Slimes and Humors, is available everywhere now. It's our fave album of the year. We are absolutely honored to welcome the one and only John Goblicon. Yeah! Yeah! Woo! Oh, my God. <laughs> that intro. I mean... Uh, see you later, Twitter bio. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm, I'm putting all that. You know, oh, gosh. I'll tell you what. I'm going to take you on the road with us. Hey, we'd be honored, man. We we always have some like half drunk sound guy that's like, let me do your intro, and I'm like, oh god, and they're like, it's a goblin-y metal band that's kind of cool. That. Is how you intro a guest, my man. Wow, man. From from one host to another set of hosts, we appreciate yeah. that so much, man. It means everything yeah. to us. I'm going to disappoint immediately. No, you are know? you kidding me? Oh, my God. Well, first of all, thank you so much for taking time out of your your busy schedule to speak with us today. And sincere yeah, oh, just, congrats. Just so you know. Just yeah. so you know. Yeah, man. I'm at work. And if Brad comes in here. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, I got to push some papers. Right. You guys just play it cool. Just everyone act like we're in a nice uh, Zoom meeting and just, you know, sell, sell, right. sell, yeah, buy, yeah, buy. Yeah. And, you know, just in case, just in case. I'm gonna, we were going to ask about, like, so remote working for Von Doom and Associates over the past several years, I guess. They've been okay with that? Well, I, I, I've been dabbling, you know what I mean? Right. Sure, sure. I mean, the internet thing, it kind of pays the bills, but not all the way, you know? So I'm still working at my uh, job job, you know what I mean? I'm a starving artist, guys. I'm living the Hollywood dream. Well, we relate to that. We relate to that. Yeah. I was wondering, <laughs> yeah. we're curious, we're curious, do you, as a goblin, what are the, what's the science of COVID uh, with goblins? Do, is that something you had to be concerned about? Do you have to mask up or any of that stuff? Here's the thing is, I'm still waiting on, you know, the data, right. You know, on goblins, you know, they're like, Oh, here's what happens in humans in this age and humans in this age. I'm like, uh, well, what's going to happen to John? So I'm still waiting on the data. My thing is this. I don't like getting close to humans regardless. So I've been practicing social distancing for like 10 years. Really, <laughs> you know, nice. <laughs> I mean, and ladies, are practicing social distancing on me. You know, that's just how it's been my whole life, really. Well, let's go back to the beginning for you. And just what inspired you to travel all this way to join Necrogoblicon in the first place? Well, I was, uh, by the way, I've never actually Zoomed before, you know, so uh, if I don't really know how to change these filters. You're, you're, you're doing so. well. You're doing really well. You're keeping it exciting. No, I, I'm not touching anything. I swear. So this is just happening live. <laughs> now, what was the question? How, what What inspired you to travel all this way from your planet to join Necrogoblicon in the first place? Oh, I, I'm from the valley. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but it's a drive. Trust me, it's a drive. Uh, it's traffic 40, 45 minutes. So, yeah, you know, I understand what you're saying. It's like another planet out there in Rashida. Right. <laughs> so is it just a coincidence that you're like, you already had Goblicon as your surname, or did you take that on to kind of acclimate with the band? Total coincidence, wow. my man. Wow. Here's what happened. I was stumbled into a bar one night, okay? I'm talking empty, 
empty bar. Okay. There's a band on stage. They're playing, they're rocking. I'm like, okay, yeah, I like the music. Then I realized, wait a minute, are all these songs about goblins? Like, uh, what are the odds? You know, you're like, uh, wait, hold on. They got done, and I'm like, you know, chatting them up, and I'm like, oh, I like you guys' music. What are you called? And they're like, Necro Goblicon. I'm like, uh, my last name is Goblicon. I'm John. I'm John Goblicon. They're like, oh, wow. Uh, well, we don't really want a gimmick, so we don't really want to work with you. And I was like, oh, uh, oh, that's, you know, that, hey, I get it. Gimmicks, they're lame, especially in music. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, we don't want to be kiss or flip not, you know, wearing masks and stuff. So I got it, you know? So I was like, no problem, guys. It's all right. Then I met this director, and he was like, I want to do a documentary on you. I'm going to follow you around at your job, and I'm going to just, you know, see what happens. Next thing we know, we got ourselves a music video, which I thought was a documentary on my life. I mean, that's where I work. That's my boss, yeah, Brad. Brad. Yeah. So, you know, one thing led to another. We're on the front page of Reddit with Obama, you know, and boom, I'm internet famous. History was made at that point, man, and you entered our lives. And you, yeah. wow, you got a great filter on now, by the way. Uh, so back- oh, I'm, I'm kind of feeling this. That yeah. one's a really, yeah, I like that one. <laughs> I feel like this is what everybody does at Coachella right now. That's they're right. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, they're just like looking at glasses and they just like kind of like, yeah, this is, this is my whole life. I'm just adding music festival, wearing filters, being yeah. a So we got to talk about your career as a talk show host, right? In 2015, you began right now, which is unbelievable. What do you enjoy most about hosting your own show? Well, another great question. I think I like the fact that in everything else in my life, somebody is telling me what to do. (laughs) You know, always at work, you know, even in the band. They're like, uh, John, go, go back in your box. But when I'm on my talk show, it's my time. And I just ask the guests whatever I want, because I sure as shit ain't researching them. You know, <laughs> I don't know who they are. They just like appear. And they're like, this is done. Yeah. Dylan Frankie. And I'm like, okay, what's he doing? And they're like, he's a DJ. And I'm like, oh, okay. So he's just turntables. And they're like, no. I'm like, I don't understand any of this shit, you know, but I'm so happy that I just get to talk to people in a way that I like to talk to people. You know what I mean? Like uninterrupted, except for Jerry. Jerry does. Jerry, he does interrupt me all the time, but I just like the idea that it's like, you know, it's mine. I mean, that's even where the title came from. You know, I try to be in the moment. All the other shows are like, oh, uh, it's the Tonight Show. This show's happening today. And I'm like, well, my show is so in the moment. It's literally happening right 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you? That, hey, well said. Do you have a guest oh. that you? Wow. That, uh, wow. Are you, it looks like you're going underwater or skiing, either or. Did you, do you have a dream guest that you haven't had on the show that you personally would love to have? Well, we're going to try to get a post alone. Yes. He was talking about us on the Joe Rogan podcast. And I was like, I didn't know he was a fan. I mean, I didn't know who he was, but then I Googled him. I'm like, this guy's got a pretty big following. And he's got a lot of like goblin tendencies. Kind of looks like we could be cousins. Right. (laughs) I think he would be good. And then here's the thing. I love metal. And I love movie stars and all that stuff. That's great. That's great. But I would like to have on uh, a chef, a, a teacher, a, a Santa Claus. Oh, that's that's who. That's Santa Claus. That would be something I've to see. Get that guy on there. Mm. What one of the most <laughs> fun guests that I saw you interview was your arch nemesis Wes Borland. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> One of my favorite chicks, honestly. Yeah, totally. Totally. Uh, speaking of influencers, that guy's an influencer for uh, Shafour. <laughs> you know Shafour? Yes, yes. You yeah. came from the yeah. gift bag. He's an influencer. <laughs> yeah. He's like posting. He's like, no, yeah. Makeup tutorial. Here's a makeup tutorial. Coachella. That's worse. <laughs> and you busted out. You busted out probably the best fred durst impersonation that i've ever heard on that episode leo did oh. you did you catch that uh, leo did you see have you seen john's fred durst impersonation <laughs> I, I have not but i'd love to see it well, uh, just just ask me if i'll do it will you do it yeah <laughs> ask me any question you want leo ask me yes no. do you enjoy rocking with uh, west borland yeah <laughs> it's spot on it's spot on Look, we toured with them. We toured with them. Okay. If I'm lying, I'm dying. Okay. Right before he goes on stage, he looks in a mirror and that's what he says. And then he runs on stage. Like, that sucks him up. I said to Satan, that is what he does. He did not like me. I'll say that. I don't know. I don't know why. Probably because I have charisma. But, you know, I don't, I don't know. He just wasn't a fan of mine. Well, that's. I would watch him every night, you know. I'd make fun of Wes, and then I'd be like, Fred, yeah. Play along go, yeah. Oh, you know what? That's probably what it was. That's probably. Like, it could be. Which one? You got to be more specific. I said that never a song, you know. That's, that's, right. that's probably why. Not a fan. Well, they can't all be perfect, right? So what would you like the future of right now to be? Is there plans like this has got to be on Netflix or uh, Adult well, Swim or something? Is there plans to take it to the next level? Yeah, I got to talk to my agent, uh, Fred at State Farm. <laughs> He's got to get it going, you know. But what honestly, what I'd like, I want to personally end COVID. You know, I want to be the I would be the one that just. Go, it's done. That would be huge. And then I want to take right now the live show on tour. Wow. Yeah, I want Necrogavicon to play. And then I want to get, you know, guests from the city that are that, like uh, wherever uh, 
Metallica's from. I don't know. You know, I'll go to their city. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, they're like, hey, we're from Philadelphia, I guess. You know, and they're like, here's a cheesesteak, John. And then I interview them. And then Necro Gobblecon would play, and maybe we'd let Metallica, you know, play one song or something. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be the dream. That would be insane. You know? That would be insane. I'd go to that. That's incredible yeah. idea. Well, someone's got to someone's got to make that happen, man. That would be yeah. well. You got to work on the COVID cure, right? So you know, I'm trying. You know, I took the one vaccine, yeah. Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, you know, I drank oh, no. like at least two bottles of baby shampoo, and <laughs> I did feel side effects, like they said. Yeah, you know, but. I don't know. I got COVID three times. I don't, I don't know exactly what, you know, but I'm not on here to get political. I don't know. Silence. I don't, you know, I mean, I, I'm just a goblin. Man. I, I get it. I'm I get doing it. my best. I get it. That's all we can do. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let's talk horror movies. What is the first horror movie that uh, had a big impact on making you a fan of the genre? Oh, wait, uh, COVID time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, for those just listening, I'm doing a visual gag where I put a mask on that's virtual for the Zoom filter. Anyways, if you saw it, you'd be laughing your ass off. Um, all right. What horror movie? The first horror movie I ever saw. Guys, it's dating way back. Way, way, way back. Lion King? I don't know. <laughs> Aladdin? Uh, Walt Disney is my favorite horror director. <laughs> A lot of Disney movies do end or begin with horrific circumstances, don't they? Yeah. Oh, have you ever watched Bambi? Right. I mean, that's the original slasher. It is. You know? <laughs> right. Bambi's mom was like the OG girl running away topless in the woods. You know, before that, you, ha- you know, before you walk, you have to crawl. And Walt just had a vis- I mean, first off, one of my all-time favorite haunted houses is Disneyland. The kids, you know, the parents, the, the food, it's terrifying. The prices, the prices yeah. are horrific. Uh, but honestly, I'm not like a big genre guy. You know what I mean? If it's on Nick at Night or TBS, you know, I'm watching it. Yeah, I'm just going to watch it. No, fair enough. Nice. Fair enough. I mean, what, nice. I mean, what are like, what's the consensus best horror movie? One that comes up a lot is uh, The Exorcist, for instance. Or, yeah. Or Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre, something of okay. that effect. Yeah. Never seen it, but what happens? Well, Exorcist, uh, a little girl gets possessed, and okay. in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, a bunch of teenagers uh, in the middle of Texas end up coming across a family of cannibalistic killers. All right, I guess that's scary, you know. <laughs> I guess, you know. I mean, here's the thing. What do both those films have in common? Kids. That's you know, right. I think what we're trying to say, what I was saying and what you're saying is the same thing. You know, kids are scary. It's <laughs> a good point. They are yep, not yeah. to be trusted or eaten. They are a snack. You know, they're a snack. 
Yeah. I do have, uh, surprisingly, a lot of kids that follow me. I don't know why. But, uh, you know, so those kids are cool. As long as when they grow up, they get John Gavacon neck tattoos. (laughs) (laughs) The Boo Crew will be right back. Prepare yourself for the most frightening experience of your life. They came from within. A motion picture that takes you beyond your wildest nightmares. They came from within. What are they? Raging demons that must be exercised. Bloodthirsty creatures that must be killed. Or incarnations of absolute evil. They possess men, women, and children, and drive them to acts of unbelievable horror. No one is safe from them. No power on earth can stop them. The only escape is death. They came from within. If this picture doesn't make you scream and squirm, you'd better see a psychiatrist. Quick. They came from within. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parents. So in the middle, in the middle of all this, you've written your wonderful book, John Goblicon's Guide to Living Your Best Life, published by Rare Bird. What was the genesis of the book? What made you decide to go on that big endeavor? Yeah, well, um, they approached me, which, you know, I'm as shocked as you guys. I was like, you want me to write a book? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, no. About what? The thing is, is I have a lot of people that because I'm internet famous, they will uh, reach out to me and they'll ask me questions on Twitter, you know, about love, about work, about anxiety, because I got a lot of that. I'm on like seven quaaludes just to do this interview. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I was shelling out advice because, you know, I just share from a place where I talk about my experience. And honestly, I just want to help people. And so Rare Bird reached out and they're like, hey, we noticed by your tweets that you have something to say. And I was like, I do have something to say. And I thought I had so much to say that I hired two ghostwriters to write for me. <laughs> and so nice. I, I paid these two dudes to write most of it. And I would like chime in and be like, no, 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 no. Do this, you know, do that. Put an and there, you know, like uh, spelling and grammar. Uh, hello. And, uh, you know, they, they just interviewed me. And I guess that's how most celebrities do books. They're like, I wrote a book. And they're didn't write a book. Right. So I guess I wrote a book. <laughs> you did. And it's marvelous. And one uh, yeah. one really good way to experience the book, I encourage anyone listening to do this too, is you get the get the audio version and you could hear John narrate the book himself. There's even a yeah, vinyl that, version we could listen to it on a me. turntable. You know, that's not those two idiots. You know, that's my voice. I read the whole book in one take. Wow. You know, I didn't mess up at all 
it's not edited. It's just, it's like jazz. You know, <laughs> I just let it, and I just let it out. And I was feeling it. And I just let it come to me. And that's, you know, so if you really want to enjoy the book, you should get the audio book, which is available, I don't know, on the internet. <laughs> Everywhere. If Audible. Yes. Audible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. One of the most important chapters deals with a very significant year, and that is 1975. Can you share with our audience the impact of that year on you and, and really the world, really, what, what that meant to the world? Oh, absolutely. Let's get serious for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1975. <laughs> I, I think the seventh quaalude just kicked in. <laughs> all right, because I just had a full out of body experience. Yeah, that was wild. I'm sorry. I'm... But in 1975, something very uh-huh. significant happened. That has affected you and the rest of the world forever. It was the start of a certain place, a certain eatery that you enjoy. Oh, oh, that's my bad. You're up here just serving me up and I'm smacking down your plate. It's all good. I'm taking your plate and I'm going, I don't want that. Now, now I'm getting the stench of Southwestern egg rolls. There we go. There we go. Because in 1975, that's when the entire Southwest and Mexico had a baby. They were like, hey, we like what you're doing. And they were like, oh, we like what you're doing. Let's tango. And let's put it in, in, in four walls. But here's the thing, man. All these other places happy hours like this time Mm -hmm. monday through friday yep no 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 in here in these four walls happy hour never ends it's all the time chilies the greatest (laughs) establishment i mean honestly the most important establishment it goes chilies government (laughs) necrogoblicor I mean, this place changed my life. I was kind of on the fence about humans, but I'm pretty sure it was a human who created chilies. And I'm pretty sure it's a human that took those Southwestern egg rolls. I think so. Yeah. You got them all over your set. Oh, yeah. They're, they're uh, sponsoring us. And by sponsoring, I mean, they don't give us any money, but they don't sue us when right. we talk about right. it. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Right. I told him, I'm like, guys, don't pay me. You know, don't pay me money. I just want gift cards. And so every month I got a little, you know, $25 gift card, which at Chili's, you can buy 10 friends, you know, meals. Yes. Like the one price inflation just does not exist. You know, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. I've never is America. Uh, I've never know? tried the Southwest egg roll. I'm I'm ashamed to say I gotta I gotta indulge. Let, let me tell you, man. Change your life. Wow. You know? Yeah. All right. Well, I know where I'm going. I'm gonna know where I'm going for dinner tonight, man. I know where I'm going. Yeah. So Please. we gotta talk about 
the fundamental slimes and humors. It's the name of the, oh, yeah. the new album. All right. It, oh, yeah. it seems like you are more involved than ever before. First of all, you are on this spectacular cover. It, it looks like you dissected. What what does it depict? What's going on there? They didn't tell me what was happening. It was just one of those situations where they gave me an address. <laughs> I showed up. There was a robe. I took everything off. I was just waiting. There was an artist. He was tasteful. You know, he was tasteful. Yeah, next thing I know, they're like, what do you think of the cover? I'm like, oh, oh, okie dokie. Uh, that's, that's my cousin. First off, I don't even think that's me, you know? I haven't looked like that in years, you know? All the chilies. But yeah, it, it, it's, you know, it's the anatomy of a goblin because I think a lot of people just assume that we just look a certain way or we have certain, you know, organs or whatever and yeah, we just want to put something out there that really shows how beautiful we are. Mm. And for that reason, appreciate the goblin form. Definitely. For that reason, yeah. would yeah. you say that this album reflects you the most out of all the Necrogoblicon albums? That this album is, is, is more personal to you than, than the band's previous releases? I would say that. I would. Yeah. And, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll tell you why. It's because this album really explores everything that it is to be Necrogoblicon. I mean, this is like the perfect amalgamation. Amalgamation. That, that's, that's, that's a, a good, good word. That is, word. It is a good word. I don't know what it means. I hope I used it correctly. <laughs> it was my word of the day. I think it's everything that Necrogoblicon is. I agree. And they're at the top of their game. They're at the amalgamation of, of their, their game. Of their right? game. Yep. Songs sound like movie soundtracks. Songs have element of death metal. Songs have element of folk music. It's all that great things that they do. And then, and then sprinkle it with fun. They're having a blast. I'm having a blast. You know, I mean, that's what we want people to do when they come to our shows. Have fun. You know, let loose. Let their hair down. There you, know. you go. Kind of think of it. We're kind of like Coachella, but for metal. In one band. Yeah. It appears that you directed the video for This Is It. What was that like? It yeah. seemed like you might have had issues getting the performances you were looking for. Look, what I hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Let me see here. There we go. There we go. Oh, there. there we go. Okay. The director hat. Now I'm in the mindset of the director. When I'm on set, I don't ask for a lot, but I want my performers to dig deep. I don't want some surface performance, you know, save that for corn. Let those guys do that. No, I told Necro, I was like, I want you to feel it on the inside. I want to know what your character's background is. I want to know where they're coming from, where they're going, wow. what they want. And those guys, I mean, they're virtuosos on their instruments. But as actors, I would say Christian Stewart at best. You know, it's just one of those things. It's like, I just was trying to get in there, you know, and really just shake them up. And look, what happened at the end. Oh, yeah. I wasn't there for. 
I legally was not in that room that day when that happened. Okay. Despite what the authority said, I was not there. I have a very solid alibi. <laughs> but um, it appeared you were you were there at, at the end. I mean, a couple no, of the band no, members no, didn't no. look like they got killed. No. Oh, you're, you know what? I can see why you'd say that. You know what I mean? Because there was like that goblin that was like, you know, looked like me, you know? But yeah. in, you could tell like he's a... C G Y, you know, computer generated, y'all, you know. So I don't know, you know. Uh, but luckily, luckily, with modern medicine, the band was able to, uh, after a long rehab, they came back, you know. So I'm just happy that once I left, that the goblin I had to replace me got some kind of ending and I was editing, you know, I was just in the edit bay, oh, okay. you know, doing my director's cut. It was six hours and 25 minutes, Wow. you know, release the GobbleCon cut. Let's get that hashtag trending. Oh yeah. It release the GobbleCon cut. You and know? we'll see what really, what really happened that day. Has yeah, that, that, has, was, that was my vision. Has any know? of that affected your relationship with the band itself? What happened at the end of that video? And their rehab and everything else that resulted? I would say yes, but I've always slept on top of the bus and they never <laughs> let me in. So I would say it's a wash. Sure. You know? Yeah. It's kind of like, I guess they're mad. You know, I, I always get the silent treatment, so it's hard to really peg them, right. you know? Right. Yeah, what can we uh, expect from you on the road at up upcoming shows? Will there be more goblin dancing on stage or goblin dancing with fans? I will never stop dancing, you know, so you can count me in for that. And uh, probably some debauchery, little drink, little smoke, little metal, little dancing, little crowd surfing, a little tomfoolery, just for old time sakes. Just Goblin mode, you know, I'm just going full goblin mode. The and, switch is on. And what know? a perfect time to do it with. I mean, you're going to be jumping on the road with Guar, man. Oh, man. Yes. I mean, yeah. Talk about a match made in hell. Guar and Metro Goblin Con. I mean, for years, people were like, when are you going to tour with Guar? You know, we're just kind of like, we're a little hesitant, you know, we're like, uh, they're kind of gimmicky, they dress up, it's a little like, you know, it's kind of you know, laughable, but they commit to it, so hey, you know, we're just different kind of bands, we do different things, we entertain differently, uh, but we like that, we like that it's just two totally different types of bands, but at the center, we're all just, you know, ready to rock the crowd. I thought our shows were messy. Oh boy. <laughs> it's like a, a, a Gallagher show. Yeah. You, know, you're gonna, yeah. you better bring your uh, uh, poncho, my yeah. man. Exactly. And it ain't watermelon. I'll tell you that. No, you it get ain't. something on you. It ain't watermelon. Okay. 
<laughs> oh my man John thank you so much for doing this man uh, yeah. we'll, we'll end with the final question beyond the tour plans and everything else what's next for John man what, what are is there more episodes of right now on the on the way is there anything else that you got your your goblin fingers involved that you'd like to to mention well I'll say this we may or may not be shooting another music video in just a few weeks nice so, there's that obviously the album is out we're touring come see us with Guar. so come say hello and follow me on all social media because i do have some things up my sleeve oh john godlicon is going hard at the end of this year so they're going to be seeing a lot of me i can't give away too much legally but i'll say this Once I'm acquitted of all the charges from the last music video, and I will be acquitted by a jury of my peers, which means they should be all goblins. I tried to tell the judge that, but he did not agree with me. Anyways, when I am acquitted, oh, baby, I'm talking TikToks, Twitch, podcast, TV show, movie. I might run for mayor. I'm not sure. I want to do big things. I mean, sometimes when you get a second chance of freedom, you know, you just got to take the bull by the horns, you know, and and be horny. You know, I don't know what the saying is, <laughs> yeah. but you know, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. It'll be the year of John Goblicon, and we yeah. need that, man. Oh, yeah, yeah I, think, I think we all could use more goblins because there's a lot of trolls. Trolls are not hard to come by. Mm-hmm. But I know everybody has an inner goblin. And I just want to bring out the goblin and suppress the troll. Very well said. Wow. Yeah. 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 And there you go. Book number two. Just wrote it. Just now. Yeah. Just now. Book number yes. two. That's going to be in there. Hey, Jerry. Nice. Jerry. That was really good. Jerry, oh, Jerry's here. Yes. Yeah, he's ducked it to the wall. Oh, okay. of yeah. <laughs> you don't get water. You don't get water until I'm done with my interview. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, no problem. Well, John, we'll let you get back to Jerry and and uh, say hi to Brad for us. Hope the rest of your workday goes okay. Yeah. at the insurance Thank company. You, yeah. And and yeah. dude, oh, sincerely, can, 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 yeah, of course, hold on real quick. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Look, look, look. Uh, uh, oh, uh, uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> awesome, John. <laughs> I just bought another 20. That, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> well, John, congrats on this album to you and the band yeah. and all the stuff that you got going on. And hell, man, we'll see you on the road this summer. We can't wait. Yes. All right, guys, it's been a pleasure. I didn't know what to expect. You know, they were like, these guys are bloody disgusting. I honestly thought you guys were going to be British. I really? Was like, oh, we're bloody disgusting. <laughs> that would make sense. Yeah, but I, I'm happy that it wasn't. You know, nothing against British people, but, you know, I just can't understand them. Half the time. Um, and I'm more of a coffee than tea person. Right. Guys, I had fun. I really had fun. So did we, John, man. It's yeah, been a pleasure. You, You're a legend. All right, that was the Boot Crew Podcast, episode 317. Special thanks to our incredible guest, 
the one and only John Goblicon. The time of release, get Necro Goblicon's new album, The Fundamental Slimes and Humors, available everywhere now. Check out new episodes of Right Now on YouTube and grab John's hilarious book, John Goblicon's Guide to Living Your Best Life online, wherever books and audiobooks are sold. Follow him at the real John Goblicon on Instagram and at Necrogoblicon Official. And you could also get dates for their upcoming tour with Guar. Do not miss this one. Music for this episode from Necrogoblicon production tracks provided by Powerman 5000. Till next time, this is Trev for the Boo Crew saying sweet screams. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Boo Crew Podcast. Haunt the Boo Crew at TalesFromTheBooCrew.com Tales from the Boo Crew on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at TalesFromTheBoo. The Boo Crew is Lauren and Trevor Shan. And Leone D'Antonio. The Boo Crew is produced by Lauren Shen, chopped and sliced by Trevor Shen. The Boo Crew is a TSP creation, part of the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. Bye. A Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network, home of the Boo Crew. For horror-centric interviews, SCP archives, weekly full cast storytelling, horror queers, genre commentary from an LGBTQ perspective, and creepy for disturbing and terrifying creepypastas. Listen free wherever you stream audio and at bloodydisgusting.com slash podcasts.